All right. Hello, everyone. This is a little too loud. There we go. Welcome back. This is Jessica Stark. You're listening to Stark Naked Podcast. I still don't have an intro because I just got a lot of shit going on in life at the moment, and that's the excuse that I'm using. I definitely need something that kind of starts it off, maybe like a little jingle or something, but we'll get to that one day. It really doesn't matter. So, uh, currently in Colorado again, out of breath, as you could tell. I think my lungs have not, um, they have not recovered from COVID because I was here last year and this shit is tough. Granted, it's cold outside and stuff and maybe that affects your body more, but it's fucking, I'm just out of breath all the time, all the time. It's really like going up a flight of stairs is like running three miles. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty intense. Um, so what am I talking about today? Um, this is the first one since New Year's. I think, yeah, I haven't posted a, a podcast since, since the start of the new year. Very, just a lot of stuff going on. Started work again, just helping out with COVID. Um, it's not what I want to do forever, but I'm helping out at the hospitals and it's just, uh, it's paying the bills right now and it's helping, you know, it's helping do a good deed. So what else was I going to say? Nothing about that. So I was listening to a podcast today that um, it was Dr. Joe Dispenza and Lewis Holes or Hole, whatever, something, Howes, and it was talking about how memories affect your emotions in your current state that you're in right now, okay? So I started listening to this, and you know what? I think I, I always say that everything happens for a reason because my roommate had left early this morning to go to work and she was listening to this podcast on her way to work. She sent it to me at like 6 a.m. And then it is now, what time is it? I don't even know what time it is. It's not 6 a.m. It's a couple hours later and it struck a chord because, and I felt like I wasn't even going to listen to it today. I wasn't going to listen to the podcast, but something happened. And it triggered me to listen. And now it was like a spark of an idea. And it was just like implanting little seeds in my head and it needed to happen. So I was looking through Instagram this morning. Um, I came down on my couch and I was doing some journaling and then I took a break. And then I was just scrolling and I was looking at like, you know how you get into the whole little like rabbit hole of like going through one person. And then you're like, oh, who's this person in the tag phone? And then you go there and then there and then there. And then now next thing you know, you're like somewhere over in fucking California and Calabasas. And you're like, how did, how did I get here? So, but I wasn't in Calabasas. I was in Florida. Or I was in, looking at pictures from Florida and I saw this video. And it was of somebody, you know, of an ex. And it was, you know, because I'm always just truthful with you guys. It was an ex and he was, you know, around a girl that I had known that they were talking. And it just like, you know what? I'm not talking to him anymore. And I'm not, I, you know, we, we said our goodbyes and we had a very good, this happened over the break. And it was a very like healthy goodbye, a very nice closure but then I saw just on New Year's that something happened. I just saw, and it just, it struck a chord in me. And I usually am pretty good 
at holding it together. And I think I did. Well, that's not true. It took a long time to go through this. When you go through a breakup and you see the person, you know that you're not supposed to be with them, but you see them with somebody else or you see them, even a picture of them. It could just be with their group of guys or their group of girls. You just see them and then it strikes a chord in you because you have all of these these feelings connected to this human. And when your eyes look at this human, your brain's just like, holy shit. And you freak out over it. And that chemical reaction happens in your brain or it's like you get this rush of like sadness or jealousy or just like kind of like a depressed or anxious feeling. And I've become really good and I have to give myself props at being able to look at something and feel it. Like I'm feeling like the not even the jealousy, like the sadness or something. And then I kind of just have to like stop it. Like I, I just, I see the feeling coming and I'm like, yo, this is going to happen. You knew that this was going to happen when you clicked on the fucking video, Jess, you know, that's why you don't look at people. That's why you do, you shouldn't be looking at your ex on Instagram. I don't look at my exes on Instagram. Well, my, my recent exes, I don't really look at them on Instagram. I don't want to see what's going on in their life that much. And, um, it's for the betterment of myself and for my sanity, because who really want, no matter what person you are you can be so solid in yourself and you could be so just like feeling great and you know you feel good about yourself and you've moved on but when you see a picture it always kind of just gives you a little like Ugh, like that didn't feel good it was like a little tiny like stab in the belly if you know what I mean I don't know why I said if you know what I mean I was just like uh, you know like it hurt your stomach so I saw that and I started tearing up, you know, just like the normal thing, because in reality, I had just seen this person um, just a couple days prior. And then we ended every we really just like we said our final goodbyes. And it was like, you know, we're not this. We know that this isn't going to work out. We know that like we love each other and it's just it is what it is for some reason. You were just you know, we were lessons in each other's lives. We have to move on. And I was fine and I was good and I was working on myself. Yeah, it hurt like a fucking bitch, you know, when they left. But then, you know, it's it's been like a couple weeks now. But then just seeing that video, it hurts, you know, like no matter who you are, when you see that, it's going to hurt. So it did. And then I just like I kind of like I, I started, you know, I journaled about it. I cried it out a little bit. I feel like that's just like. When you get these feelings, like when you see somebody or you see something that bothers you, no matter what it is, and you have this like pent up emotion inside of you, I feel like it needs to be released. And that's why people like journaling is great and talking to somebody about it is great. Going to work out is great because it's getting energy out and crying. I believe I've said it in the past in other podcast episodes, crying fucking helps. Yo, crying is a release of energy. So I was like, you know what? I was talking to myself. I was like, just, just fucking go upstairs and just have a nice cry. Just cry. Cry it out and then you'll feel better. You know that you feel better after you cry. Sometimes what, you know, the initial sting or the, the deep cut when it happens, it fucking hurts. And that's just normal. It's going to happen. We're humans. We go through life. It is what it is. But then, you know, later on when you see a picture you do or you see something you see a place that you used to go to or you know something that reminds you and it makes you feel that like feeling that's just sad you just gotta let let the shit out let the let that negative little energy out so that happened this morning and I was like you know what oh, man like what the fuck like I you kind of feel like a sense of like 
catharticism is that a word you feel kind of cathartic afterwards like you feel like okay i needed that i feel i feel good now i feel more motivated to go have a better day than i was going to before i saw the picture you just i feel i don't know if that's just like a fucked up way of dealing or like it's just the way my brain works but whenever i see something that makes me sad or mad once I get over that first hump of emotion, I'm like motivated to do better. I'm motivated. It's like when somebody tells you like you can't do shit or like you are never going to, you know, you're never going to succeed at this or you're never going to be able to do this. It gives you that fucking burning, that fire in your fucking belly where you're just like, oh yeah, you just lit a fucking, a fucking flame under my ass and now I'm going to go fucking do it. So it just made me feel motivated and just like, with it to start, you know, start my Saturday off where I'm just, I'm not going to scroll through Instagram anymore. I'm going to go fucking do something that's positive for my brain. So I was listening to this podcast and Joe Dispenza is, um, his way of thinking is very different, but because I love it because he's very into the whole scientific part of why feelings are feelings and why we feel things and the brain chemicals that go behind them. And then also like he gets into quantum physics and stuff, just very interesting and very, just very intriguing, everything that he talks about. And, you know, this year, I think a lot of people want to find love, right? Like I can say myself to myself for the first time I could admit that I'm truly like I'm ready to like find a person to be able I'm first off I'm ready to find a place to settle down I'm ready to find like roots and like somewhere to just feel comfortable because listen this travel nursing thing it's fun and it's cool and you experience so much shit and I would not trade this for the world but it gets very uh I don't want to say it doesn't get old. It's not old because I love it, but it gets, it gets just like, it's a lot. It gets to be a lot when you're hopping from different places. You only live in one place for three months. And then a lot of the times, like you could only live in that one house in that one city for like one month. And then you got to jump around to another house in the city. And it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it's, I don't feel grounded. I don't feel at home. And before when I left Florida and going through these past year and a half or so of travel nursing, I felt it was fun and it was like in a sense of adventure and I will always be traveling because I feel like it's just a waste of life to, for, to me, to me. And I have, that's my opinion. It could be different for other people, but to me, it's a waste of life to not see everything or to not see as much as you can. And I can't wait to just go to many different places and just like feed my brain with different cultures and different views and everything like that and, and scenery. But I am ready to have like a home base and we don't really have that. Like me and my roommates don't have a home base. We just have a home, but it's not like a home home. It's not decorated the way we want. It's not like we just don't feel grounded. And if you have a home that you like in your own apartment or your own house where you like you made this home like I never knew what somebody meant when they say like I want to I can't wait to make a home with somebody I can't wait for that and I think that means that I'm getting old I think that means that I am growing up and I am becoming an adult because I never gave a shit about decorating anything like I would have like a couple cool pictures and stuff and like maybe my room would be a cool color but I didn't give a shit about the way anything looked because I never felt at home but I can't wait to find a place where I can like come home and like my things go here and everything is organized and I know where something is and it's not just in a bunch of like suitcases and boxes 
it's just the whole house is going through this right now. We can't wait to just be stable. One of my roommates is down to get married yesterday. So I am not on her level yet, but I'm very excited to find that. And I'm also very excited to find a person, a person to like build a life with. Like that's fun. I still, I feel very like, I like myself enough and I love myself enough now. Like I've built that self-love to the point where now I would be able to give it to somebody else and still be able to maintain my own life. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's where, that's the key of it. You know, like you got to be able, I have so many ambitions and shit and like, I'm so ready to do so much whether I'm with somebody or not, but it would be really cool to have a dude to do that with. You know what I mean? Like he's building his life and I'm building mine. So that is just, that's where I'm at. And I can't wait for that. But I also, I can wait because I got a lot of stuff to do. So that's what Joe Dispenza was talking about. And he was saying that, you know, a lot of people come to his seminars and um, they talk about like, why am I not finding love? And we kind of think that like girls my age, like I'm 29 and you know, once we hit like that, like 27, no, not for me. It's literally 29. Once I hit that 29 and going into your thirties, I think girls finally, like you finally get out of that. Like I got the partying and the, the hooking up and all that out of my system basically. And like, I'm ready to just like be chill now. Like I don't drink as much as I used to. I don't do things as much as I used to. And I don't do things. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, um, yeah, I don't partake in like, you know, crazy stuff that's not good for your body that much anymore. So I'm ready to like be healthy and be present and live life. And one of the main questions is why he, you know, they ask him, why can't I find love? What am I doing wrong? Where, you know, they say all these like gurus and all these love people and love doctors and love coaches, relationship coaches, they say like, you know, you need to, you know, you got to love, obviously you got to love yourself first before you could love somebody else. Absolutely. 100%. You have to do that. And I think a lot of us know that. And I think we've finally gotten to the point, like I'm talking about me and my friends, because we just talk about this all the time where we know who we are. Not completely. I feel like you're always growing and you're always figuring out who you are and what you like. But I feel like I am pretty solid in the human that I am that I know of the type of person that I would like to be with. And like the, you know, we got to have like similar interests and, you you know, open-minded and stuff like that. And has big hands and, (laughs) um, and just, you know, has like, you know, the things that you usually want, but you know, Dr. Joe Dispenza was talking about how when people say this, because those love gurus say like manifest the person that you want, think about the person that you want exactly the way you want them, you know, write it down, you know, journal it, put it on a fucking vision board. But he says that when you're doing that, when you're explaining everything like you know I want a guy that's not you know close-minded or I want a guy that's not uh into partying and not into doing all this and I want a guy that's you know doesn't have blonde hair doesn't like you know I'm not crazy about blondes for some reason I don't know why but I you know when you when I say that you're basically putting out everything that you don't want out into the universe you're putting shit out that the negatives you know what I mean or when you say like I want a guy with brown hair like you're just you're it's good to do that but you have to he was basically saying that you have to 
step off of this fucking like pedestal where you think that you need to make this perfect human. I think that's what he was saying. That's what I got out of it because I didn't listen to the whole thing because I was just too excited to talk about it on the podcast. But from what I got out of it and what, you know, what, you know, spurred up in my brain, I don't know if that's a word, that I need to, you know, we got to stop comparing first off to our exes. You can't, if you have, if you go through a breakup and like you're looking for somebody, first off, looking for love does not help it. You know what I mean? It just doesn't do it. I think the number one way that, and I, you know, and I don't know if I'm right because obviously I'm not in a relationship right now, but the number one way that you will find a person is when you are just completely solely focused on building up yourself and doing everything and living life present in the moment and living with and just a passion and just like a drive and a and a love for life because when you live with a love for life then you're going to you're radiating love no matter if it's for a relationship or for a job or whatever if you are living so present and so in love with life and so excited about just like waking up every day and like doing something and I'm not talking about just jobs and stuff. I'm just talking about opening up your fucking eyes and being at the fact that, oh my God, I'm awake today. Like I just took a breath. Like there's a lot of people that actually didn't do that today. And being grateful with a grateful heart and working on yourself that way, that's 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 just a fucking magnet for somebody that's going to be able to mirror that. So what we do when we're sitting here saying like, you know, I don't want a guy that's into this and like, I hear it, man. I'm a girl. Okay. I get into fucking, you know, conversations with my single friends and they're like, you know, I don't want a guy that's like that. I want a guy that's making this much money and I don't want to, I don't ever, like I've always said, I don't ever want to date a nurse. Like I don't want to date a nurse. I usually don't want to date doctors either. Like I don't want to date somebody in the medical field because it'll kind of like, I put it out there that I think that it's going to be like clashing like we're going to clash if we if we're like we work in the same area and it's just a weird thing that we do and it's kind of like a defense mechanism cuz we're thinking about past and we're thinking about the things that have happened to us in the past and the negative emotions that we have connected to those those relationships and those things whether you dated this dude or not it could have just been a person like a guy or you know if you're if you're a nurse and you're around other nurse guys and you just usually know that you don't like them or like I always said I don't want to date a firefighter which is like a weird thing to say because because <laughs> I know a lot of them and they're great but I've always said that in the past I just don't want to because it's just like like we're in the same realm and I don't want to do that I want to be with somebody and I would always say that but it's like you're putting yourself it, you're putting it into the negative you're putting everything that's negative you're putting that negative energy out there and then you're just you're gonna bring in that no matter whether it's 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 just, it's a, I don't really, I can't get into like quantum physics and stuff because I don't, I feel like I don't know enough about it. I know what it is, but I don't know enough about it in order to sit here and try and explain it. Cause then I would just be sounding like an asshole, but that's what he was saying. When you have a negative emotion attached to, you know, a person or an event or say when you're in a relationship and then you guys break up and then you look at a picture just like I did today those chemical reactions that happen when you went through that negative event and that you know like when you're 
talking to a firefighter and you hear about the stories and you're just like, oh, I don't really want to like, I would never date that dude. That moment and then you think about it again, it's bringing up those negative chemicals again. Not that they're negative, but it's just, it's bringing back those negative feelings again. Your brain doesn't know the difference between what happened yesterday and what happened today. You know the difference because time, we, we created this thing called time. You know what I mean? But in the realm of quantum physics and all this stuff, time is not a thing. So your brain a year ago and right now, has it learned new things and has it like created new pathways and shit? Absolutely. But it's going to have those same emotions that you have towards a negative event that happened that you haven't dealt with. If you haven't really worked on it and tried to rewire your brain with that, like looking at a picture of your ex, if you haven't healed and surrendered to the fact that those emotions like hit that person it's okay that they're not your person. If you see a picture now, you're going to go through that same emotion that you did back then. Granted, it's going to be a little bit easier because it's kind of like we've gone through it before. So it's like you touch the stove, like you know it's going to burn. So it's like you're not you're not surprised by the burn. So you're not surprised by this like negative feeling that you're feeling. Today, when I started crying, I was like, yeah, I know you're going to start fucking crying, Jess. Like, I know you are. Like, you just watched a video and like, it's going to bring up negative emotions. You know that this is why you don't look at stuff like this and you don't follow certain people because it's not anything against those people. It's just, you know, that it's a connection that's going to cause you to feel pain. And that's why like people who follow their ex on Instagram, like a person that they're truly still like a little bit heartbroken over or a lot of bit like that that's crazy or like when you're following that person's new girlfriend it's like it's a little crazy to me and I've done that before with my other exes I've seen their girlfriends before but it doesn't do anything to me because it's like when you move on you move on type thing but it's like just know that when you're doing that when you're like looking at a person that you still have so much it's like you're trying to pain yourself just to feel something And that's not a good way to go about life because the only thing that you could do is now you put yourself into a negative headspace and if you don't sit there and work through it right there and instead you just go and like you try and like make yourself feel better by like going to buy something online or going to eat bad food or you know what the fuck ever like going to try and find like a rebound. It's not going to do anything positive for you. It's not helping you get over that person or that feeling, not get over the person, but get over the feeling that you have when you see a picture of them. Or it's not getting, you know, it's when, let's put it into the way that Dr. Joe Dispenza was talking about. I don't know why I keep saying Dr. Joe Dispenza, whatever Dispenza was talking about is that when we're talking about all the negatives that we don't want in a person, you're creating that like negative feeling and emotion. And then you're just, all you're sitting in is like, I know what I don't want. And it's like when you go out and, you know, when you're going out and looking for something, it's like you're looking for something that's not that. And you're you're seeing all of that, but you're not really giving the full human experience a chance. I don't even know if that makes sense, but hopefully you understand what I'm saying. And he also said something about Basically, like if you were to like right now, let's say just the way me, Jessica, 
um, or the way you are, whoever's listening, think about yourself right now. And if you are going through something that's a little bit painful and you still kind of haven't healed from it, or you're going through something where you're unemployed or you're going where any, anything that you feel kind of negative towards, you don't feel like your best self. You don't feel like you're, you feel like you're not as healthy and you feel, you know, like you're eating bad or something and your body doesn't feel good or you're feeling kind of like a little depressed, anything like that. You know what I mean? If you're feeling a little negative, you have to think about it. And he says that you have to look from the other person's point of view. Would you want to date yourself right now in this moment? And it kind of like, that's such a simple way to put something, but it really does make it just like, it sparked a a fucking like, oh my God. It was kind of like a little a little moment of an epiphany where I was like, you know what? No. Like the person that I am right now, yes, I'd lo- I, I love that I have a drive for something and I'm working and I'm doing and I feel like I'm uh, financially stable and I feel like I'm, I have a career that I can hold on to even though it's not exactly what I want to do in the end game, but I have something that I could go to work every day and make money and pay the bills. I have a, a spice for life where like I, I know that I will not settle and I, I will never never just say okay to something that I don't want to do. I I like that about myself and I like that I have this like burning fire inside me to do something with the psychedelic community and with the the mental health community because it's there and it's going to happen. But the person that I am right now is is very easily affected by things like seeing a picture or having a bad experience with a date or like possibly getting like a little uh, angry sometimes or not, you know, not working out as much as or not, not even not that working out is, I mean, it's important, but for me, working out is very important. Not to everybody. You Maybe yoga is your important thing. And if you truly love yoga, or in, and you feel at your best when you have a morning routine and you're doing all this and you just feel good and you're doing yoga and all that, but you're not doing it, you're not going to feel like your best self. So I'm not working out as much as I, because it, it's a little, I'm putting a lot of excuses. That's what I'm doing lately. I'm making a lot of excuses. Even though I feel like I'm getting a lot done, I'm still making a lot of excuses. That, I don't want to date that person. And if you think about it, like, do you want to date yourself right now? Or do you want to just have somebody that comes into your life so they could be like a barrier between your old emotions and your sadness for now? Because those emotions are never going to go away until you face them head on. So do you want to date yourself? And I know that right now, I don't want to date myself. I love myself, but right now I'm like, girl, I like, I think you could do better. I think that you can like get more on track with that morning routine and listen, like I know that you are living in a house that you do not feel grounded in and it's very hard, but like don't make fucking excuses. A lot of people would make excuses about the fact that they are, we are, my whole house is. We don't feel comfortable in the house. It's a great house. It's beautiful. It's in a great area. We're, we're in beautiful Colorado, but we don't feel grounded. We don't feel secure and stable 
And, but, and a lot of people would make excuses of that, just like we were, where that's why I don't, that's why I don't have a morning routine. You know, that's why I'm not really doing, you know, I'm not taking care of my skin as much and I'm not like, you know, eating as healthy as I usually would. And I'm not working out or like doing yoga or like stretching as much as I usually would. That is an excuse first off. And that is the person that I do not want to date. I don't want to date the person that's making excuses. I want to date the person that is doing everything in their power that they know that they could do that they know will make them better as a whole. That will open up their consciousness and kind of like open up their mind and be able to be this person that just they feel so set in themselves that that's just like that is it because I know that that's what I want. So why would you not be the person that you want? And I like I was like, that's such a simple thing to say, but you can get so deep into that conversation. Be the person that you want to date. Like, obviously, don't be like a guy, like don't pee standing up and don't like, you know, just like cut your hair and don't do that type of stuff. Don't bodybuild or whatever, whatever type of guy you like. But be the person that has those values and just that like that sense of self-worth and that sense of just like self-love. That's what it is, man. Love is it. I have, I'm really like, as I'm growing older, I am just noticing love is it. Empathy is it. Too much empathy is not it. I have a book that I talked about in my last podcast. It's like, I don't want to be an empath anymore, but that's really not what it's about. It's just about how to learn to be an empath, but also be solid in yourself and not take on all these emotions and not always trying to help everybody. Because in my past relationships, I would just like sink into who that person was. And that's exactly what happened with my last, with my ex. And I, I'm very open with everything, obviously, because I just started talking about it right now. But we both noticed that we are not our best selves when we are with each other. You can love a person so fucking much. Like, I would take a bullet for that human. Truthfully, like I would die for that human. Because of the person that I know that they are. I feel like when souls connect and it's like on that deep level, you just know. And if you're, if you're, you know, the way that I am where I just feel like you feel different. And when you meet up with somebody that you just know that it's just like, that's, it's a good person in there. But they have external stuff going on that's making them not their best selves. And when you're around them, you also do the same. But when you guys are separate, you guys are living differently and you don't have those old emotions that you guys used to have before you broke up or after you broke up and then you went, you know, it's, it's a weird situation, but you have some negative emotions still attached and you guys really, you know, some people just aren't meant to be together forever, but people are 100% meant to meet. I believe that every single person that you meet in your life or go on a date with or work with or every boss that you have every server that you have every if you sink into the moment of being with that person you will learn something at least you will learn you if you sit down I've met so many people over the years of traveling where 
some days when I'm not present and I'm just in my head, I don't talk to them at all and I don't really learn anything. It's very surface level. But once you sit down in that moment with that person and you're, whether you're, it's just a passing by conversation, but you're fully present, shit will come out of those conversations. And I have met people that have the same mindset that I do. And it's crazy because in the past I would never meet them. I would just be so totally blind to it. Where was I going with that? That's basically what, uh, what was I going? Oh yeah. That you meet everybody for a reason. I just go off into little tangents, but that's what I'm talking about with your, with a person that you, you know, if you used to be, um, that's what I'm talking about. Cause it's just me talking, but I know that I was meant to be with this person for a reason. And we were meant to go through this back and forth and we were meant to stay in touch for some reason. I, but I, I, and I never really understood what it was. I thought it was because we were supposed to end up back together. And you might think that if you're going back with your ex back and forth and it's kind of just like messing, you can't get over this human because you've been through relationships before and you've gotten over that person, but you just can't seem to get over this person. There's a reason behind it. And it might not be because you're meant to be with that person. A lot of people would be like, it's just because you guys are like soulmates and you're and you're you're just meant to be in love. It's destined. You guys are meant to be together forever. Soulmates, 100%. I believe that we have multiple of those in our lives and that's definitely a thing because I believe a soulmate is just somebody that is, it's another soul that's there that's meant to be like you guys have met in a different life and I think that's why you guys have like a tighter bond and you're they're meant to meet you in this life so you guys can learn a lesson and you know make you a better you and you make them a better them if you really sink into it. So this last time that we had where I thought that it was, you know, I was like, why the fuck did I go through this again? But in the end, it was a, it was an ending that needed to happen. And it was a, it was more of like detaching. And it was like, you know what? I know that I was meant to be with you for this certain amount of time. And I was meant to go back and forth because I needed to learn what it was to love myself and to detach myself from always being so like just attached to their that person's emotions and like what they're going through and not really take care of myself and also to learn that if you really you it's okay to love something and it's okay to really truly like know that you're always going to have them in the back of your mind but in a positive light even if you don't end up with them it's okay to let them go do you guys hear that Sound like guns outside. And I don't know what the fuck that's about. I live in like a suburban area. Like live in like suburbia. I don't know what that is. Um, but that's what I well, that's what Joe Dispenza is talking about. And now I forgot what I was talking about. You meet everybody for a reason. That's what I was talking about. Uh yeah. So altogether, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I just thought it was very interesting because that just him saying that for some reason, it like just, it like, it like sparked at the, it flipped the switch in my head. It like, it, it turned on the light and I was like, man, like, do I want to be the person? Like, do I want to date myself right now? Because like when you're hanging out with a person that you don't feel, you know, like I'm talking about my ex, like I was not, I wasn't my true 
self. I like you turn into this different human. And like that happens with a lot of relationships that I know where the person is just like when you're around this human, for some reason, you're not yourself. And that's such a weird thing because that person knows who you truly are, but you're still not yourself and he's not his self or she's not herself. And it's just a weird thing that happens, but it's supposed to happen for a reason because if you have that that feeling of knowing that you're not who you truly are and you're not being authentic and you're not being your best self and you're not taking care of yourself the way that you usually do when you're not with this person but you and then you get with this person again and then you're you're just like why do I feel off it's happening for a reason listen to your gut understand that this is happening because you need to learn how to say goodbye and you need to learn that it's okay to not be with that person but still love them that cliche quote I always say it about the cliches you know what I'm talking about it's a cliche because it's true. And if you love something, set it free type thing. And then if it comes back, it's meant to be. And if it that, that's that's totally true. And sometimes you will come back or that person will come back, but it's to learn another lesson or it's to really solidify the lesson that you were supposed to learn before. The universe is going to keep throwing shit at you. It's going to keep throwing shit and throwing shit and putting people in your life that you are not supposed to be with just so to teach you a lesson so you could finally wake up and be like, yo, holy shit, like maybe I shouldn't be dating these people or maybe I shouldn't be talking to these type of people or maybe like I should really just focus on myself. And then when I focus on myself and I become this better human and this person where I just feel fucking solid, like that's the person that I want to be with. So that's probably the person that I want to be with that's going to be so solid and so just like set and just like very, and I'm not talking about confidence. Confidence is great, but just a person that's so whole by themselves, that person's going to want a girl that's whole by herself. That person's not going to want a girl that's searching for something, searching for love and kind of like, it's like, kind of like we get like desperate with that shit. Like it's desperate, it's, it's just, it's, you're desperate when you're searching for love. When you're sitting there and you're like, I can't, I, I'm so excited. Like I just, I need to like go out there and I need to like, I need to really go go to the bar and look for my husband or I need to go on these dating apps and I really need to like go on all these dates just so I like I'm so ready to get married I'm so ready to get married like I need to get married you don't need to do anything just let it happen surrender I believe and that's I, I told myself that that surrender is going to be I, that's why I got it tattooed on me because my 29th year of life surrender is going to be my word and I have to stick by that and just let myself know that whatever happens all the shit that has happened it's been a hard year yo and I know that it is hard for way harder for people other people than I have had it for myself but even the year before that it was hard too. moving around and being in new places and and going through like emotions and stuff and going through family stuff and friends stuff and people dying and so it's been hard and not feeling super passionate about your career, it's hard. But I know that this shit is happening because I'm just kind of like, if you just stay present in the moment, you understand why everything happened. Wake up. Go to work. Do what you need to do. Do your morning routine. Stay, do, do fucking meditation, yo. Journaling and meditation is it. It is it. It does, it's just... 
it's proven. I've talked about the default mode network before. That shit turns it off and it puts you in the present. And it takes you when you're when your default mode network is turned off and you keep turning it off every day with meditation, your brain learns how to control its thoughts. So today, if it was a year ago and I saw a, a video of my ex with like this girl or whatever, I would have flipped. I would have been on a different I just I would have been I would have been distraught, absolutely distraught. Now I am able to sit and listen. I'm a work in progress, dude. Everybody's a work in progress. But I believe that I am now able, and I, I know it because I just did it a couple, you know, like an hour ago where I saw something and I go through these feelings and every now and then with, without even seeing a picture or something, just a memory pops up in your head. And I'm like, okay, why is this memory here? Why am I starting to feel sad? Let me just let it, let me just... Jessica, just sit with it. Just sit with it. Whatever is bringing up this memory, let it sit with it. Maybe the other person is thinking about you too and you guys are just like kind of connecting. Just just sit with that shit. Feel the sadness. Cry it out if you have to. There's nothing wrong with it. You're going to feel sad. You know that you're not going to feel sad for the rest of your life. And that's it. After this whole thing happened, I was going to post a podcast episode about it and I was still so like, I'm talking about what happened like a couple weeks ago. I was so in my head where I was just like, what the, f-? like, I, I can't even put it into words what I'm feeling. I was sad, but I was like sitting there. Did you hear what my throat just did? That was weird. I was sitting there trying to figure out like, why do I feel so fucking like devastated but also like a sense of relief you can have those mixed feelings I feel like I'm going off into a fucking tangent you know what I mean now so (laughs) 41 minutes I was gonna I always try and make these small because I feel like people only listen for like 20 minutes but that's what it is Joe Dispenza Lewis Howes or whatever his name is uh School of Greatness I think that's his podcast the Joe Dispenza one it just it was like a couple days ago or yesterday whenever it's a great fucking podcast so listen to it you'll know what I'm talking about I love you guys I'm gonna start getting you know I just I like I said my podcast is about whatever's on my mind a lot of the times it's about you know plant medicine and psychedelics and and you know chemicals and shit and what's going on in your brain I love that stuff it gets me off but Other times it's just stuff that I'm going through that's like, you know, just life. And I have to, you know, I feel like I definitely have helped people. Um, And you guys have helped me as well, man. When you guys tell me about like when you're listening to my podcast and like you're you're talking about, you know, the stuff that you've gone through, it helps me a lot too because it's cool to know that we're all in this together type thing. We're all, you know, I'm not even going to get into that because it's... (laughs) I'm not going to get into that spiritual shit, but we are all the same, okay? We're all one. So we're all... You know, we all should really just love each other because the fucking world is just, it's sad, but I have faith and I have a lot of optimism that it's all happening for a greater plan and, you know, we're going to see what happens, but just stay present in the moment. Stay fucking present. Stay fucking, learn how to meditate. It's not, it's hard at first, but once you, it's a fucking muscle, you learn how to do it. Okay. Working out when you first started working out, it was super hard. Okay. When you first started swimming, it was hard. When you first started riding a bike, it was hard. And then you just get fucking used to it. And then your brain is just used to this thing. That's just, it's like a, it's like a, like a, a recharge for your brain. 
and so are psychedelics. So I love you guys, and I'll get back to talking about psychedelics. So have a great day. What is today? Saturday. Have a beautiful day. I will uh, probably post another episode soon because now I'm I'm feeling back to myself. You know what I mean? It was a rough couple weeks there, but uh, there's a lot of shit going on with the planets. I'm just going to blame it on that. All right. Love you guys. Have a beautiful day. Take care of yourselves. Love yourselves. Love each other. Be nice to each other. I'll see you later. Okay.